Hello and welcome to another episode of Kato Upanishad, a podcast that conveys and explains the meaning behind one of the 10 principal Upanishads. This podcast is compiled from a series of talks that Sadhguru Sri Madhusudan Sai gave in 2020 and can also be viewed in video form on saiprakashana.org. A link will be in the show notes. So without any further introduction, please enjoy this episode of Kato Upanishad. If you want to attain amrutatvam if you are a dhira nobody should come behind you with a rod don't eat this don't do that wake up don't stay late up, up in the night nobody should come behind you you should be interested in in your own welfare because you want to attain the divinity which is permanent and not run behind this temporary things like a child children become very happy they will be bothering the parent with something i want a cycle i want a cycle parent will say you grow up then you will have a cycle no i want today then what will the father do he will give him his mobile phone and that's it the child has forgotten his cycle demand now is sitting and playing with the phone give them something and distract them like that when we want to attain god this world distracts us by giving small 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 toys that's all it does and we are get distracted we are very happy with this temporary toys and forget the very purpose very goal of our life it's very easy therefore you have to be very careful dhira dhira is always discriminating shreyo preyo shreyo preyo always discriminating that is what we told viveka vairagya the other day somebody asked the question gyana vairagya siddhyartham why shankaracharya paid for gyana and vairagya somebody asked see gyana is to know what is that you are want to want i want i'll go to a store and tell i want a, let us say this particular medicine i should know what that medicine is about suppose the storekeeper is giving me something else then vairagya i should discriminate and detach no i don't want this i want this no 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 take this this is good he is be trying to market whatever he has you say no my doctor has told this one i have to take so gyana will teach you how to develop vairagya if without gyana you do vairagya you will be discriminating wrongly and discarding the right things for all you know vairagya without gyana is like blind and gyana without vairagya is like lame it can see but it cannot go i tell this story of two people two friends one is a blind fellow and one is a lame fellow both want to go to bazaar but the one who can walk cannot see the one who can see cannot walk so how should they go to bazaar the one who cannot walk sits on the shoulders of the one who cannot see and then what happens both of them go because he could see but cannot walk he tells go straight take a right take a left whereas the blind fellow is happily walking as per the instruction so that is the idea of gyana vairagya partnership gyana should tell you where to go where to take right turn and vairagya should do the following follow the gyana like this when you go ultimately you realize so this person should have gyana what is the gyana dhruvam adruveshu iha na prarthayante from the temporary things permanent cannot be attained immortality cannot be attained that is gyana therefore i should not run behind paracha kamana outside going desires i should not run behind i should have it only as much as is required beyond that i should not run behind is the whole idea of this shloka which is in a way summarizing the 
previous uh, three chapters uh, idea that developed this one idea yamayvesha vrunute tena labhyo tasyesha atma vivrute tanuswam the one who desires only for atma and nothing else he alone attains atman nobody else and how the atman reveals so all the others will not who are running behind small small desires they will miss the big one because their hands are already full now there is nothing more they are already eaten all the junk and now there is nothing more that can go inside when you go for some nice big marriage party you start off with the starters and then you have the main course and then you have dessert now you haven't seen the menu properly what happens the moment you saw food how oh, so many things are there you jumped pounced on it and ate or filled it till here and then comes the real food you know the dessert and you are worried now i have no place the restaurant has to go into my lungs only stomach is all done till here then you suffer it means what you have filled your spoiled your appetite with worldly things where is the hunger for god so keep yourself hungry for god don't fill your belly with junk food wait for the fresh cooked food that mother is going to bring discriminate what is right what is wrong and choose correctly one more shloka we'll see yena roopam rasam gandham shabdan sparshanscha maithunan ete naiva vijanati kimatra parishishyate etadvaitat so it says yena that one which is roopam means forms rasam taste gandham smell shabda hearing sparsha touch maithunan means pleasures of the senses all these the one ete naiva vijanati the one who gets to know by what all this happens by what you touch by what you smell by what you taste by what you hear by what you experience everything in your life the one who comes to know of that what else is there to know he says kimatra parishishyate then what else is left to be known the one who knows the secret of how we see how we hear how we taste smell and touch if one who knows the power behind all the senses he says what else is there for that person to know that one which powers all these senses through which we experience the world through these senses etadvaita this one which you come to know about is that one means that alone is brahman see the same idea is represented in kenopanishad in kenopanishad the shishya goes to the guru and asks this question kena means by what or by which, which reason kena so he says the answer here is yena see the first word is yena yena rupam rasa gandham and all so this question should be what kena by what so kenopanishad says keneshitam patati preshitam manaha kenam prana prathamam praiti yuktah keneshitam vachamimam vadanti chakshushrutrascha kaudeho yunakti it is said the question asked by the disciple is keneshitam by what by whose will by what force what happens manas the mind goes towards this desired objects it follows the objects then second line it says by what the first born prana the life principle goes behind what it needs to do does whatever prana upana udana vyana all that by what reason it does that keneshitam vachami ma vadanti by what our words our vacha means the ability to speak happens and chakshushrutrascha 
the ears and eyes ka udeo yunakti which power empowers the eyes and ears to hear or see it means in short it is saying what is the reason behind the eyes seeing ears hearing smell nose smelling touching or even prana happening or the mind running behind its objects what is that which is behind all this so a biological answer would be in a biology class if you go what he will tell ah uh, this much you don't know in behind your eye there is an eyeball in the eyeball there are cones and rods and then there is retina and that is connected to your brain and that brain decides or why do i speak you have a tongue this tongue moves this way that way in all possible way without bones therefore speaks whatever comes to it and why do i hear i have the whole system here one ear drum is there and tympanum is there cochlea is there this how a biology teacher will explain do you think the student in kenopanishad did not know all these things why would he go he did not go to a biology teacher he went instead to a spiritual scientist a master and asked by what all these things happens means he knew there is a physical existence biology and anatomy but there also is the physiology brain and all the organ and everything but behind that also there is something and so he went and asked and to this the teacher answers in kenopanishad he says chakshushta chakshu manaso manoyat the one which is eye of the eye ear of the shrotrasya shrotram manaso manoyat the ear of the ear mind of the mind then vacho hi vacham sau pranasya prana the one who is the speech of the speech and the life principle of the life principle chakshushta chakshu the eye of the eye atimuchya dhira the one who understands all these things becomes the dhira discriminating one becomes free what asmat lokat pretya amrito bhavanti he once he leaves this world or leave this body consciousness he attains immortality who the one who has understood by what eyes see by what ears hear by what we speak this is the answer in kenopanishad and then it goes on explaining very beautifully finally it says pratibodha viditam amrutattvam va vindate the one who understand that in every experience of your life there is immortal brahman alone and not all these things pratibodha viditam it says in every experience means i see i see because of the brahman's power in me i hear because of the brahman's power in me i speak because of the brahman's power in me i touch taste smell i reproduce excrete i do whatever in my life in every aspect of my life it is brahman's and brahman's power alone kenopanishad says and then there is a beautiful story to emphasize this point in kenopanishad where the gods had won a battle against the demons it seems and they were gold gloating in their glory that i we have won the battle because of our own power and it so happens that a yaksha appears there and they are all surprised who is this yaksha and indra who is the king of the gods he tells i think first he tells the fire to go and find out who it is and fire goes very boldly i know everything i am in all everything is because of me that's why it called jataveda and he goes to find out the yaksha who is and we ask yaksha who are you yaksha asks back who are you he said you don't know me i am the fire god what do you do i can burn anything then yaksha puts a dry twig in front of him grass and tells burn this and fire cannot burn it so he runs back to indra indra says what is this strange yaksha let me send the air god wind god so now vayu goes 
and this yakshas, what are you? I am the god of wind. So what do you do? I can blow anything away. Okay, here is a twig. Blow it and show. It tries its best, it cannot blow. It comes back. So idea is that one by one all the indriyas go. And they try to catch hold of this yaksha, they cannot. Finally the indra, who is the lord of the mind, all senses he controls, he goes. And the moment he goes, this yaksha disappears. And Indra is not able to catch him also. Why? Yato vacho nivartante aprapya manasa. Aprapya manasa. A mind cannot catch. So when Indra goes, he cannot catch. Yaksha disappears. Then they are all confused what is happening. We just now won a war against the demons. And here we are unable to find out who this Yaksha is. And then they are worried and surprised. That is the time when suddenly in the same place, Uma Haimavati appears. Haimavati means golden hued. A golden light. So this Uma Haimavati appears in the same place where there was this Yaksha. And this Devi who appears, she tells Indra that the one who was here before me, he was Brahman manifested as that Yaksha. He came to teach you this lesson in humility that you have not won the war because of your powers. Behind all your powers is Brahman. Without that, all this is not happening. And then the Indra and all the gods become very humble, realize the truth and they thank Umahemvati and sing the glory of Brahman. That is how Kenopanishad describes. So this similar idea, by what we get to know Rupa, see things or taste things or smell things or hear things, touch things or even reproduce, by what power? The one who gets to know of that power, for him there is nothing else that remains to be known. And that knowledge is the highest self. That knowledge is that of Brahman. So this is the explanation given. And like this explanation goes on from here. Like the one who knows electricity, he knows a bulb, fan, AC, everything. How does all these gadgets work? They are all electrical gadgets. They work on the basis of fundamental th thought called electricity. So the one who knows electricity can understand all the electrical gadgets. That's why suppose who is the electrical engineer is there. What does he specialize in? He specializes in electricity basically. But because he specializes in electricity, he is also gets to know of all electrical based gadgets. Electrical appliances we can say. Suppose he has learnt everything about electrical appliances and not learnt anything about electricity. Can he understand the appliances properly? Absolutely not possible. He has never heard what is electricity, but only knows what the gadgets are. How is, how is this knowledge complete? Tell me. He is not complete. Only after you know electricity and also you know the electrical gadgets, together your knowledge becomes complete. That is the idea of Aparavidya and Paravidya. Aparavidya is the wise words, house of the world. Questioning outside. Paravidya is that which tells you behind all these external there is a force that is Brahman, that is your divinity, that is consciousness, Chaitanyam because of which everything is happening. That Chaitanyam makes you think, hear, taste, smell, touch. It's not your brain. Brain, Indriya, bones, Saptadhatu, all these are just hardware. This whole thing is Brahman only. Because of that, otherwise the hardware will lie in one corner. Suppose the computer malfunctions, what do we do with it? We dump it in a corner. Software gets corrupted by a virus, what do we with it? 
we offload that software or remove the software from the system. Likewise, body is not going to be useful forever. Body by itself cannot do anything. Mind itself cannot do anything. The Brahman, the intelligence behind all this is the one which makes everything run. So this is the idea that intelligence, that Pragnanam Brahman, the one who understands that ultimate knowledge he gets of Brahman, gets to know everything. The one who knows electricity, knows electrical appliances also. Likewise, the one who knows that force by which all the senses work, he gets to know everything and there is nothing more left to be known, it is said. The one who knows the gold gets to know the gold ornaments. The one who knows the clay gets to know the clay pot. There is likewise the one who knows Brahman gets to know the entire Jagat. Fourth one, similar idea. Sapnantam Jagaritantam Chobhau Yenanu Pashyati Mahantam Vibhumatmanam Matva Dhiro Nashochati. Again, the Yena Anupashyati. Yena means Kena is the question. What? Yena is the answer. So, what is it saying? Swapnantam, within the Swapna, within the dreams, Jagaritantam, and in the waking stage, Cha Ubhav, both, Yena Nupash, the one who sees both. Who is awake? I am awake. Who is dreaming? I am dreaming. So, what is, what is common between your dream and waking? I am. That is why when Janaka has a dream where he sees that he has become a beggar. He has lost his kingdom and he is on the road and he has been thrown out of his kingdom and he is begging for food, hungry and tired. And then he goes and finds out somewhere people are serving food and he went and goes and joins the queue. And as his turn comes, there is nothing left. Only some at the bottom, they scrape the bottom and give some gruel, whatever is left to Janaka. And he is about to drink that when eagle swoops in it seems and he drops the bowl and he cries, Aho! This also I lost. The moment he says, Aho, there in the dream, he wakes up in his palace. And wife says, what's wrong with you? Are you dreaming something, some bad dream you had? He gets confused. Was that the dream or is this the dream? He asks to his wife. She says, this is real, that is dream. But he says, that also felt so real. I was a beggar, I was so hungry, I was tired, I was sweating. I could feel everything as I am feeling right now. So I don't understand. And that's how Janaka's enquiry starts into the truth. He says, who is that who was experiencing the dream? Who is that now who is experiencing this? Is this the dream or is that the dream which is real? This question bothers Janaka. I believe Ashtavakra explains to him, see, that which was there in the dream is not here in the waking. That which is there in the waking is not there in the dream. Who is there in both? You alone. Janaka was in the dream also, Janaka is there in the waking also. Therefore, neither the dream is real, nor the waking is real. You alone are real. That is the understanding that Ashtavakra teaches Janaka. So this says, Swapnantam Jagaritantam, what we see inside the dream and also during the waking stage, the one who sees both. Cha ubhav yena anupashyanti. It means cha ubhav is there, means chakaram is there. You can include the deep sleep stage also in this. Who experiences the deep sleep stage also? In every stage, the one who sees anupashyanti means not seeing with the physical eyes but perceives it. The one who is experiencing it, mahantam, he is amazing, great. Vibhu, atmanam, he is everywhere in the form of the self. 
Matvadhiroda, one who comes to know of it, na shochati, is never sorrowful. How? When Janaka found out that that is also not real, this is not a real, not real, his sorrow disappeared. That I am real, the dream is not real, the waking is not real, and the deep sleep is not real. Who is real? I as the Atman alone am real. So that is the idea of Yena Anupashyati, the one who experiences the waking, the dream sleep, the deep sleep state. That experiencer is your true form, not the experienced. The one who is behind that, that one is you. The consciousness with which you experience the dream, waking and deep sleep, that consciousness is you. I am dreaming, I am awake, I am sleeping. The I am part is common. That is the consciousness. We have done enough of this research through Mandukya Upanishad in the previous chapters when we explained the Omkara, how the fourth, Turiyavastha, that is the representation of the consciousness. So the one who comes to know, will he be worried if he sees in the dream that a tiger was chasing him? Will he wake up and say, the tiger can come any moment? No. Likewise, this waking thing also is a dream. The one who realizes that is never sad. The achievements of the dream dream is also not real. The achievements of the waking dream is also not real. The loss in the deep sleep is also not real. What is real is you alone, the experiencer, the Atman, the Brahman. That concludes another episode of Katha Upanishad. As always, we hope you enjoyed and found some meaning in it. For more podcasts, videos and other content of this kind, please visit saiprakashna.org. Until next time, thanks for listening and all the very best.